Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Strike Sports. I'm your host, Emma, and today I thought we should kick it off a bit of Premier League football. Boxing Day football is something lots of fans look forward to each year, and it did not disappoint this time around. Unfortunately, three of the nine games were postponed to due to COVID. Leeds-Liverpool, Burnley-Everton, and Watford-Wolverhampton were the affected fixtures. Manchester City holds their first place spot in the table with a win against Leicester City. A nine-goal game, City up 4-0 at the halftime, Leicester battling back three goals in 10 minutes. Unfortunately, they couldn't come back. A goal from Laporte and a goal from Sterling secured the three points. Leicester find themselves in 10th place. Arsenal defeat Norwich 5-0 at Carroll Road. Bukayo Saka scored a brace. Tierney scored his first this season. Lacazette extended the score with a penalty, and Smith Rowe wrapped it up in the 91st minute. Norwich continued their four-game losing streak, staying at the bottom of the table. Arsenal stay in the top four. Tottenham hosted Crystal Palace for a 3-0 victory. Harry Kane scored his third of the season. Lucas Moura made it two before Wilfred Zaha was sent off with a red after already picking up a yellow in the 26th minute. Sun finished off the game with a goal in the 74th minute. Tottenham are fifth with three games in hand due to postponement. With one win in their last five matches, Palace are in 12th. West Ham lost to Southampton at home 3-2 with goals from Elanusi, Ward-Prowse in a penalty kick, and Benarak for Southampton. Mikel Antonio and Ben Rama scored for West Ham. Declan Rice gets his fifth yellow card of the season, resulting in a one-game suspension. He will miss West Ham's next fixture. Aston Villa faced Chelsea at home and without manager Steven Gerrard due to him testing positive for COVID. An own goal by Rhys James put Villa in the lead, but a penalty taken by Jorginho tied them. Romelu Lukaku returned to the pitch, scoring his first goal since coming back from an injury in late October. Another penalty was awarded to Chelsea. Jorginho made it three to secure the points, holding them in third. Aston Villa stay in the bottom ten in twelfth place. Brighton and Brentford played at the Amex Stadium in a 2-0 victory for Brighton. Goals from Trussard and Mope gave Brighton the lead in the first half, leading both teams scoreless in the second. This gave Brighton their first league win since September. Last game took place on the 27th. Newcastle played Manchester United at home. A 1-1 draw was the end result. St. Maximin scored early for Newcastle. Gavani came on for Greenwood at halftime, tied the game up in the 71st minute, and really was the only true leader for United. A heated game between both teams and many of United's own players. They could be seen yelling and arguing with each other on the pitch. Not something you want to see within this squad. Lots of talk about the upcoming January transfer window have been coming up. Chelsea are in talks about signing left back, especially after the news of Ben Chilwell needing knee ligament surgery due to an injury he sustained in the Juventus Champions League game early, late November. He is due to miss the rest of the season, unfortunately. Everton's Lucas Dinier is strongly linked to the Blues at the moment. There are no plans to recall Connor Gallagher or Billy Gilmore from their loan clubs this season. Fernand Torres has just signed a five-year contract with Barcelona after 16 months with Manchester City. I think City should look to sign a striker in this transfer window. It would solidify their already unstoppable squad and add to their goal-scoring opportunities. A rumored Delhi Alley transfer has been rejected by Eddie Howe, who has no plans of signing Alley due to wanting to strengthen other areas of his squad. There's not a lot of talk about any Liverpool signings or transfers in this window. That doesn't include the summer, where there's lots of talking about Jude Bellingham. 
but there's some small talk about certain second-team players. Nat Phillips is rumored to be leaving, whether it's to West Ham or Newcastle, two clubs among those looking to add him to their squad. Nico Williams is also rumored to be looking for a transfer due to his lack of first-team minutes. He doesn't get a lot of game time as a backup for Trent Alexander-Arnold and potentially Mo Salah. Even when Trent was injured, James Milner filled in at the right-back position for most of those games. However, with Salah going to play with his national team in the African Cup of Nations for most of January, this might mean there could be some first-team minutes for Williams. Jurgen Klopp will be taking into account vaccination status when or if signing players in this window or in the future. It's it's a threat to have non-vaccinated players uh, in the squad in in the way in the sense that there's lots of different things that they have to do. They have to they can't eat with the squad. They can't go to dinners. They have to travel. On their own, they can't be traveling with the squad in a team like Liverpool, who are in the Champions League, who are traveling to countries in like such as Italy or uh, Russia, Spain, like all of these different places. Uh, it's it's a hassle. It's it's not necessary, really. I mean, I feel like there's not a whole lot of repercussions that we know of for unvaccinated players. But uh, I agree with him in in the way that he's not going to be signing unvaccinated players. I do want to talk a little bit about the uh, games yesterday and today. Yesterday being Liverpool playing Leicester uh, at the King Power Stadium. Leicester won that game 1-0 with a goal from Lookman. I think a lot of people were expecting Liverpool to win that game. Uh, as was I, honestly. Liverpool played Leicester previously, like four or five days before this. They played in the Carabao Cup quarterfinals at Anfield. Uh, Leicester lined up their starting 11, like their prime starting 11, and Liverpool played their B-side, C-side team. Uh, they were losing 3-1 at halftime, I believe it was, and then they came back to tie it up 3-3 a goal from Minamino in the 95th minute, I believe it was, uh, tied them and they went to penalties. Uh, Liverpool went on penalties. Diogo Jota scoring the winning penalty. A lot of people were expecting Liverpool to win this game and they just they just didn't show up. I think Leicester proved that they wanted they wanted this game more, especially after losing such such a game against their lower side. I don't know there was no connection from the defensive side to the offensive side. Their their attackers were kind of just slow on the ball. They weren't creating they were creating chances, but they were being blocked. They were taking too much time on the ball. Every every shot they had pretty much was deflected. There was a penalty awarded for Liverpool in the sixteenth minute, I believe. Mo Salah took it. Casper's Michael saved it. And Mo Salah missed the header on the rebound. Um Sadio Mane's missed a brilliant chance they went over the bar and I just think that Leicester really just proved that they wanted it more which which is unfortunate blow to Liverpool who are now third after um the Chelsea Man City games today but I will talk about those in a minute there were two games today Chelsea played Brighton at home and Man City played Brentford at the Brentford Community Stadium 
Chelsea drew 1-1 in in a, in a, in a weird game. Um, they were up 1-0 at halftime with a goal from Romelu Lukaku. And uh, Danny Welbeck scored in the 91st minute to tie it up. Uh, Brent, Brighton, sorry, have never scored at Stamford Bridge until today. Um, and they have only taken, I think it was two points from 12 previous matches against Chelsea. Um, I I think Chelsea are in a rough spell right now, especially with their defense. Uh, they seem to be dropping like flies at this point, honestly. Reese James got injured in the 27th minute, having to be replaced. He was seen uh, walking on crutches, leaving Stamford Bridge after the game, which after the news of Ben Chilwell needing surgery, he'll be out for the rest of the season. There are two main fullbacks, um, or wingbacks, sorry, are, are, it's just things are not looking good for them. Thiago Silva came off of the Aston Villa game with a hamstring issue. Andreas Christensen, who started the game, came off at halftime with a hip or back issue, which he had previously been recovering from. I think this was his first start in, like, four or five games. Uh, they're just in a rough, rough spell. Uh, Trevor Chalaba, who came on for Christensen, I thought he was, I thought he was really solid in this game. Tony Rudiger, he was really, he was really good. Um, Christian Pulisic, who played at right wing back the whole game, I thought he did pretty well. It was a bit, he had a couple injury scares, which unfortunately for him, he's very injury prone, which is not giving him enough game time first, first team minutes. Which is unfortunate for him because he's a good player. Uh, Mason Mount, I thought, was brilliant today. Honestly, could be the hardest working person on the pitch. Got into a bit of a, a bit of a tassel with, I think it was Basuma. Uh, both got carded. It was just a pathetic sort of mat, like not a fist fight. It was just pulling at each other. Uh, but unfortunate for both teams, honestly, not to take all three points. I think Brighton. They got more chances, could have easily won that game. Same with Chelsea. They were just giving up poor poor shots on net. Callum Hudson-Odoi just wasn't having a good game, constantly playing it to people's uh, legs, like trying to meg them, but their shins are not going to disappear when you hit the ball at them. So he was subbed off uh, for Conte. But their next game is against Liverpool. So we'll see how they line up, especially depending on how severe Reese James' injury is because they will be um, missing, I think Mendy will be going to the African Cup of Nations tournament with his his country, so I'm not sure how much of a blow that will be to Chelsea, but we'll, we'll see soon. Man City won 1-0 at the Brentford Community Stadium. Phil Foden got the goal. Uh, I didn't watch much of the game, but I did see a bit of it. I think Brentford did well to hold City um, where they were. They had quite a few chances in the first half, not not a lot in the second. But I honestly think that that their their just main goal was to hold them where they were at the one one goal difference, especially after their previous uh uh sorry Man City's previous game where they beat Leicester six three. There was a second goal by Laporte, but it was ruled offside. I think it was just by a hand, which which is a bit unfortunate, but 
you know, that's how VAR works. It's either in your favor or it's not. Uh, but Phil Foden, I thought, was was brilliant in that match. Uh, his goal, I mean, I don't know what it is, but he just doesn't look when he's passing or when he's shooting or even just touching the ball into the net like he did. Uh, it, was, it was a brilliant, brilliant first touch in. He opened his body. He got it on the foot. It was great. Um, but overall, I think I think Brentford did pretty well to hold him. City could have won two, three, uh, three nil, but but it was it was a good game. Uh, put them to the top. Of, it kept them in the top of the table with fifty points now. Chelsea are at forty two, and Liverpool are at forty one. Their next game, uh, Chelsea play Liverpool, and City play Arsenal. I believe it is. Uh, I will check their next game is Arsenal on Saturday. So we'll see how that game goes. Uh, it'll be interesting for sure, especially in the form Arsenal are in, but we do know that they tend to come in and out of good games and good 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 games, good results, poor games, poor results. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. I do want to talk a little bit about some other news in sports. The uh, World Junior Championship uh, tournament for hockey has just been canceled due to COVID forfeited games. It's being played in Red Deer, Alberta, I believe. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about the Canadian team. Owen Power became the first Canadian defenseman to record a hat trick at the World Juniors. That game was against Czech Republic, I believe. He is just 19 years old. Their second game of the group stages was against Austria. They won 11-2 with uh, Owen Connor Bedard, sorry, scoring four goals. He is just 16 years old. Um, it was it was brilliant. I mean, it's a shame that the tournament was canceled. The women's tournament was also canceled. That's the second year in a row they've they've been canceled. And it's, it's a shame because there's these young kids have been waiting for so long to be playing. Be playing for their country in these tournaments but i hope you know maybe we'll see it postponed redone in in maybe the summer like they did the stanley cup two years ago i believe it was but i mean it's it's great experience for these for these guys and i just hope that canada continue to dominate in the championship especially with this young with this young team so that is it for the first episode of Strike Sports. I'm looking forward to doing more of these, talking more about the Premier League, Champions League when that starts up again, uh, some more NHL maybe when that starts up, NBA as much. I'm not a big basketball fan. I don't watch a lot of it, but I, I do watch some games here and there. But I'm excited to keep doing this. Um, and let me know what your thoughts are what I should add, uh, specific teams and players that I should talk about. And I will definitely keep that in mind. So thanks for listening and I will see you next time.